What's going on, Laverne? What's up, girl? How are you? I am good. I'm Natalie Hayden. And I'm Laverne Badger. And this is Exposed. Exposed. The podcast. The podcast. Oh my God, girl. How was your week? It's been very busy. Extremely busy. Because you're preparing to go to Africa, right? That's true. You're preparing to go to Africa. But man, oh my God. Let's talk about that for a second because (laughs) I just feel like (laughs) her being gone. Natalie being gone for three weeks to Africa is going to be devastating. It's going to be an opportunity for Laverne to take a break and sit down as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're doing the work, and this is something that we talk about in our podcast when when we're talking about self-care, when you're in the work of community and giving back, that you have to find ways. And sometimes it has to be extreme. So I'm going to challenge you. I get all that. I get all that, but my girl is going to be gone for three weeks. But, and so selfishly, I'm like, no, but um, unselfishly, because she's my friend and I know she needs this, Mm -hmm. um, this is something going to be spiritual for you. And I am so excited uh, for you in those three weeks. And I can't wait till to hear those stories, but. You'll be hearing along the way, because, you know, I'll be reaching out every day. Yeah, so I'll be stalking you, figuring out how we can get some international points. It's going, but, but. Yes, absolutely love that that's coming up for you. And and then it was the busy week because we had um, domestic violence, domestic violence, the um, love without abuse. Yes. That was sponsored by um, Office of Violence Love without violence. Love without violence. Yes. yes. And we did a special podcast on that. So we did. But yeah, you can listen to you that. You know, the great thing about that, um, we were able to chime in. And with us being somewhat mobile podcasters, we can just show up anywhere, record. Yes. And then we can share it with the world And that's instantly. what we did. That's yes. what we did. It was amazing. If you missed it this year, definitely make sure you're going to be there next year. Um, but yes, it was an amazing week. Shout out to all of our advocates that are out there doing their thing and putting in the hard work. But today, today, well, it was more so you brought this to my attention, hence the topic that we're going to talk about. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about, um, myths, perceptions, and assumptions assumptions about victims and the survivors, that whole thing of abuse. So I'm minding my business on Facebook, right? Nobody's minding their (laughs) business on Facebook. Let's just be honest. (laughs) I'm minding my own little business on Facebook. And so I was tagged in this conversation where this woman started talking about how victims can control not being a victim. Yeah, I saw that. And I just want to click on her page to just see that she's an elderly woman. And I'm slightly, like, surprised. I am. And then she has all these accolades that says she's an attorney and and what school, her degrees. Extremely educated. Extremely educated. But failed, failed to be educated because, for one, she doesn't have the experience of being... Well, well, let's let's talk about let's talk about a few (laughs) things. Girl, first of all, let me hear. um, Here's a couple quotes. So I post. So I printed it out. So Natalie printed it out, you guys. And here we are gonna be. We're gonna be throwing out some of her quotes. So one of her quotes was: "Women who have not developed any self-esteem or self-respect in all caps." cause themselves and their children to become victims of an abuser. What the freaking frat is? So, I'm glad you, you, <laughs> you censored. We got a woo song. 
<laughs> I know, right? Yes, I'm glad you I'm, said I'm working that. on that, the freaking Pratt. But, you know, let's talk about that for a moment. And what was your first initial reaction when you read that? I mean, in all caps, that's like yelling. You, you like, I'm serious about what I'm saying. Yes. Like, we as survivors and thrivers and current victims of domestic abuse is because we have no self-esteem or self-respect. Now, to some degree, we do lose some of our self-esteem. You know, we, mm -hmm. we, we tend to have low self-esteem. But self-respect, I just, I just could not phantom how another woman, Yes. because we were, this whole conversation, we know victims are males as well, but this conversation specifically was, was, geared, towards was geared towards women. And so being able to say that you set, we set ourselves up to be abused because we have no self-esteem and self-respect. Well, I think one of my, uh, the conflicts that I see within this post was she blankets everyone, all the survivors together. Right. And we all know from our experience, your experience is nothing like my experience. Yes. So when someone is coming forward, having the courage to say that I am a survivor of domestic abuse and violence, it is not for us to say, it is your fault. This is why you right. incurred these situations to happen to you, and you did not have enough self-respect for yourself. Like, kick me when girl, I'm down. Like, girl. So, okay, <laughs> um, and I ain't even calling a girl because this is a seasoned woman. Mm -hmm. We're gonna be polite here. This is a seasoned woman, but we're gonna give her the business. Um, and she says that we develop self-pity. And she has noticed that women, she thinks that women are not weak, that we pretend to be weak, and that we have the ability to get out of an abusive situation so if we want to. So it's basically all of those, those the myths that we talk about where we should believe someone and we're saying that we don't believe right, someone. Right, right, You know, so I think about that like, you know, anyone that I shared and I confided in my experience, I would like to think that they're not thinking that, oh, she's making this up in order for it to get attention or for whatever reason. Right. But um, I'm thankful that there are people, and I don't really want to highlight her too much. We just want to, you know, now, call out some things. We have, yes, we, but we have to understand the mindset. So this is why it got me so upset. Is and because, I can tell you was rare Girl, yesterday. I was, <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I was texting Natalie like, girl, did you see this? <laughs> and so, um, but what burns me up is that the, the the post itself was being positive and supportive of other women. In light women of, and of survivors, Of survivors right? and domestic and abuse. And it was like she came and in she and came just in like, the Tonka like truck. The, right. <laughs> and dumped all her garbage in on the rest of us. And I like that one of um, um, Lisa Gross. I'll show. Yes pull her name out there. Lisa Gross is a, a, a true advocate as well. And I think that she had a really great response to her mm -hmm. in regards to saying how she clearly has not been a victim of domestic abuse and that she kindly and respectfully uh, requests that she probably to go and do some more research. research and educate you know, herself. And educate herself. Now, isn't that something that we tell people all the time? And, and even for thrivers, survivors, anyone else, 
go and educate yourself. Love Without Violence Conference was about not just someone shoving information in your face, but you take in your face, but right. taking the time on your own to go and educate yourself right. on these situations. That's what those conferences are for. They are to educate you and to how you move, how we move mm -hmm. um, as advocates, because you know there's advocates out there that want to do well. But if you don't, if we don't continue to educate ourselves and make sure that we stay in our own lane, we can do we'll more We'll find harm, ourselves doing this. More, yes, mm -hmm. yes. Now her response to, no, we, I'm, <laughs> okay. So her response is, you're right. I have never experienced domestic abuse because I am educated, smart, strong, and emotionally stable. So that threw me for a loop right there when I read that. Jesus. I think that's when I checked out. This I said, is, I'm, I'm done. done with her. I'm done <laughs> with her. I just, that's my last quote for her. But you get where she was going. I mean, she went on a, a full so you're, rant. So you're saying, and, and, and it just goes back to us putting victims of abuse and survivors in a category of someone that's not educated, someone that is in poverty, someone yeah. that doesn't, um, Who's is, not that, is not strong or stable. And you but have, you have to think there are strong, educated, stable women that find themselves in, in, the, in the complexities of domestic abuse. Absolutely. You know, so, I mean, we just want to highlight that and just, you know. But this is what we do. This is why we have this podcast, so that we can blow up people's perception and assumptions about victims. Um, my, you know, vic abusers put us in a situation where we feel like we're not smart, educated, beautiful. They do that mm -hmm. to be able to control us, but that does not mean that we're ugly, unattractive, uneducated. We downsize mm -hmm. our abilities for the purpose of appeasing that abuser, that specific mm -hmm. abuser. Mm -hmm. How about we talk about, and she talked about how we um, we allow ourselves to be abused because we could stop it at any time and that we teach, and I, I'm a believer that we teach people how, how to treat, treat us. us. I do, That's I'm a true. believer of that. Mm -hmm. But she's saying if you would have been uh, being hit the first time is when we should have left. Yes, we teach that to young teenagers as well. But when it's not where an abuser comes as a, a full-blown mon monster. Right. There's, um, they're attractive, mm -hmm. they're charismatic, they are charming, they are loving. They look like you and me and they look like women too. Right, and so here is this person we've fallen in love with, the, the person, the loving, caring, supportive person and then they flip on you mm -hmm. and so that's the part that she doesn't understand and and I just and I know that there's other people who feel that way that she feels that's why I thought this was such an important topic for us to have a discussion mm -hmm. on yes I was totally pissed about how she came about it but this gave us an, gives us an opportunity to be able to say this is foolishness. Mm -hmm. This is uneducated, an uneducated response That's right. for someone who claims to be educated. educated. Um, and she did, she was in this post, could possibly have been traumatizing or re-traumatizing re someone, someone mm -hmm. who may still be in a vulnerable state. So what do we say to that person that is currently looking for an out that They've taken the, the, the safety steps to leave, but you know, it's at the height. 
Yeah. You know, when when someone's trying to leave, things can really escalate quickly. Well, we know, mm -hmm. you know, from our experience and from research that we've done is that that is the, the most dangerous time is when you're leaving. And so what we continue to talk about is planning is important. You have to make sure if there's somebody out there listening and they're in that situation, make sure that you set a plan in place. And usually most states have a domestic violence yes. uh, hub, shelter of some sort. And now you can get your resources online. And so you don't even have to go to those places, but they are great to go to mm -hmm. as a, a resource. You're, there's hotlines, so there's Sojourner Truth that's out there. There's the Waukesha Women's Center. There is a Women's Center. Women's here. Center mm -hmm. and, and Waukesha. So there's places that you can go. And if you're outside of, of Milwaukee and Wisconsin, then make sure um, you reach out and, and look for that because being able to, if you have children and, and you know, I understand it's hard to, to say I'm gonna move and just uproot my life, especially if your kids are in school. There's planning that has to take place in that. And that and, takes a and little that takes bit of a time. Little time. And we know that it's basically crunch time. Right, When you're right. trying to, you know, when things are escalating and you don't know what could pop off at any moment. Um, it's like a ticking time bomb when you're in these situations, right? Right, right. You it's, know, you but, eggshells. But yes, but know that, that you're worth it. You're worth fighting for. You know, your life is, is, is worth living. Um, your worth ha your life has purpose. Um, so we're just here for for all of that. Um, but I just wanted to come in and we want to make sure that we end on a good note. Absolutely. So even if you saw that post, if you've seen posts similar to that, it's just it's one of those things that life gives you um, um, you know lemons. And yep. this was a big fat sour rotten lemon it's just a reminder <laughs> that you know not everyone including people that look like us may be on our side and right that's, and that's okay right but for the most part we want to um let our viewers and our listeners know that they are educated they are smart they have the capacity yep. to do whatever it is that they need to do to make sure that they are safe that is the thing that's as it. a human right like carmen said yes it, it doesn't matter male right it is a human safe. right to be safe yes so we want to ensure that we give you whatever those tools and resources are to ensure that your family is safe and we can be you can reach out to us as well on our website uh, www.exposedva.com or via email which is exposedva um, at gmail or on our facebook pages um, and if whatever we can do to help get you direct you into the right spaces right we'll we'll make sure that we'll we do assist. that because we are definitely not experts we say that all the time we just share our we experience. share our experience and some of the research and resources that we have we would love to share those and put you in the, in the right direction as mm -hmm. to getting the um the right correct help that you need so girl are we this, out? <laughs> she still wants to go on. I a still want to go on, but I'm telling but. you that. But we're, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. Uh, but I'm. I'm glad that we addressed it. 
and know that we are all better than this and this is just some foolishness and we're going to continue to do what we do, do. The work yes that's and right. we're going to continue to put out good content we're going to put get rid of myths and assumptions of what people think and just help we are help people help themselves educate. right and right. some people may not be they may not want to hear it you know you know but, you know here's the thing with not wanting to hear something you still hear it and you may not want to hear it in the moment but it's still put in the memory bank. So there's those little nuggets you mm -hmm. always talk about, you yeah. know, that get put there. But those who are completely a non-supporter or, or just don't understand what a true victim goes through or survivor goes through, uh, those people are going to be those people. It's, it's not, we're not going to change their minds on that. I would not argue with this woman at all about, I would just say, do your research, you right. know, because I feel like, her p opinions are very strong and it just would not go well no. it, yeah so um, oh goodness <laughs> <laughs> but um i think in closing this what we learn from this is that our uh, voices matter and words hurt that's right and so just be careful what we say to one another make sure that we're treating everybody the way we want to be treated and respected so that's right well i think laverne pretty much summed it up <laughs> and um i'm natalie hayden i'm laverne badger and we are exposed, exposed the podcast. podcast signing off see you next week take care